Hello everyone and welcome to episode 18 of Bardic Quest, the show where a group of British trained actors tell fantastical improvised stories through the medium of Dungeons and Dragons! Yay! Um, bit of housekeeping in case you aren't in on the last episode, in which case go back and watch that one. But anyway, um, we don't have Ollie this session, so our favourite source of angst is not with us. No Johan for this episode and probably the next couple of episodes as well. Um, and also, just to flag up again, um, we are having a few tech issues on Anina's side, which means it might get a little bit janky, so apologies in advance if that is the case. But hopefully, fingers crossed, it'll all be fine. Uh, so that's the housekeeping out of the way. So without much further ado, let's get into this week's episode of Bardic Quest. time our heroes arrived in the town of Fandolin and took the cart of supplies that they were due to drop off at Barthen's provisions to said location only to find that as it was so late in the day i.e. the beginning of the evening Barthen's provisions was closed for the day with the proprietor nowhere to be seen on Sildar's suggestion, and I think Thoric's suggestion as well, um, they headed towards the inn in the hopes of finding somewhere where they could park up the cart and keep it safe overnight whilst they looked for lodgings. So they stumbled upon Stonehill Inn in the centre of town where they purchased some food, some well-earned drink and some lodgings for the evening as well and also heard various stories of the unsavoury characters that were putting a little bit of unpleasant pressure on the locals of Fandolin, known as the Redbrands. As Thoric left and ventured outside to park the cart after they'd secured their lodgings, he spoke to the proprietor's wife, who revealed to him that not only were these red brands unpleasant people, but they had quite openly murdered a member of the town who had decided to speak up and defend his wife after they had been leering at her. And in response to his insubordination, they openly murdered him in front of some of the locals. Which is the bombshell which we left off on on the previous episode. So, Thoric, you've just ventured back in to the inn. Saga, Sergei and Sildar are sat around the table enjoying their cheese and bread that you had ordered for them. Is there anything that any of you would like to do? You know, I never did much like cheese and bread. Oh, Thoric, hello, welcome back. Hello. Ah, cheese and bread, my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> he gives a wing. He's like, we're about dry, isn't it? He's like, what am I doing? I've got props. I've got foam here. We're about to dry. Central Indian, like, spraying crumbs over everyone, like, crumbs in his beard. Takes a big swill of ale and, like, just, like, double foam moustache. Just, like, wipes it on the back of his hand. They know some uh, stuff about those red brand characters that the uh, the innkeeper was talking about. So have I. What did you find out? That these people called the red brands. That's about it. Anything? No. Okay. Well, um, I found out 
that they've uh, they've been causing the people a lot of trouble. But they killed a man ten days ago. So that is um, not good. They're uh, they're brazen enough to do that in the middle of uh, in the middle of a small town. Doesn't sound like they've got a lot of people looking after them. Hmm. We know where they are. Not as far as I know. We don't know how many there are, so we need to keep our noses clean and keep our ears open. They took uh, the uh, the chap they killed. He, he had a wife and some kids. Apparently, they went missing. So, who knows whether they've just left town or whatever? But probably feared for their lives. Most likely. Hmm. Maybe it is best to go check their place of residency. Well, maybe asking some people that maybe knew them. Hmm. You said the kid, yes? A couple of kids, apparently. But, yeah. Good. Uh, I'm going to hop down. And you said there was a, a, another kid running around the tavern? Yes. Uh, I'm going to kind of lean up to Thoric. Children, they often... Um, cannot tell right from wrong, so they often will tell you all the information you can get. So, uh, bear with me one second. Sergei, Sergei, stop him. I, I, she tries and grabs, uh, tries to grab Sergei before he leaves. I'd like to run as quick as I can towards <laughs> this child. Do you want to give me a dexterity saving throw? Uh, that will be a uh, same for I'm proficient in that, yes, I am. Uh, 18. 18? Oh, well, I think, I think you're yeah. probably going to just dodge out of uh, out of reach of Saga there. As And you, Saga, you just see Sergei just scurry off in amongst the tables and chairs. And uh, I think the ale's affected her, so she's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just does this to Thoric, like, tried. <laughs> Thoric just sort of like shakes his head and said, "This is going to be a problem, isn't it?" Definitely. <laughs> um, it's definitely going to be a problem. So, Sergey, you uh, head off looking for this this boy that's running around. You eventually find him. He's in this very baggy kind of white shirt. His hair's all like matted and 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 scruffy looking, and he's he's kind of got these very long green shorts that kind of hang almost over his, ch- his shins rather than his uh, his knees and he's in these boots on and he's, he's running around just kind of listening in on on people's conversations and, and looking all all excited okay just before i get to him yeah i would like to cast a disguise self on myself to look like a child maybe a a friendly, a friendly kid. Okay. Um, interesting. <laughs> um, what are the uh, components of uh, disguise self? Is it verbal and semantic? That is a, a great question. Uh, there's n- probably not going to be any material components, but I just want to kind of get a vibe for how subtle. Uh, yeah, verbal and V and S. V and S. Okay. Um, so uh, presumably you're going to find a, a corner of the room somewhere mm. where you can hide behind, and so you're going to disguise yourself as a child. Yeah. Okay. I want to gain this kid's trust. All right. Cool. Uh, so you cast disguise self on yourself. Um, a, a lot of the maturer features that you have on your face kind of the wrinkles. Yeah, they they kind of clear up. Your size doesn't much change. Um, <laughs> But uh, any facial hair and stubble that disappears, and and you kind of de-age, and and make yourself look a, a little more friendly than perhaps Sergey might otherwise do. But it's it's a a more subtle disguise. It's my reflection in like a pail of water. God, I look so young. We should do this more often. <laughs> and then, uh, make make my way over to. 
To the boy. To the boy. Uh, you kind of see him. He's kind of like on his tiptoes, looking up over some of the tables, and and you can kind of see him eyeing up people's food and and, and stuff. But he's kind of minding his own business. Doesn't really see you coming. Okay. Hello. Uh, would you like to play a game? He I kind of, of grab. Turns. Oh, go on. Go on. Okay, I'll go. Uh, so he, he turns around and he looks a little wide-eyed at you, a little bit startled. He is very much in his own little world. Um, and he says, uh, a, a game? Yes, uh, one of my friends taught it to me. I'd like to grab like a, a tankard and then maybe like fish out a pebble or something or some small object to throw into it. Okay. What we do is I place this here and we both have to land it in. Oh! Uh, into into one of theirs! And he points at some of yes, the papers. Yes! Oh! Uh, will we not get into trouble? No, that is fine. That is fine. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I should, you know... I don't want to get in trouble with my dad. And he points over to the the bar. We'll, we'll just do it in this one then. Oh! Okay! So, all we got to do is just get it in, get it into the. Yes, like like this. <laughs> Try and throw it in. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go with a. Uh, um, I don't really know how. To, let's just go with a dex roll. Uh, that would be a fifteen. Fifteen. Yep. Yeah, with with real ease. You've played this game before. In your boredom, yeah, straight in. Cool. And, and as we're playing this eyed. game, I'd like to uh, inquire about any scary people, or if any of his fr- if his friends. I- I'm kind of trying to inquire if he's friends with the the children of the dad who who got murdered. Okay. If that makes sense. Sure. Um, okay, so how how do you want to go about <laughs> gathering such information? Mm. <laughs> such. I um. Are there many other kids like us? <laughs> <laughs> um. He, he says, uh, "Yes, there are there are a few. Yes, there's uh, there's." Carp and um, um, I, d- I mean, I, s- I spend more time with the adults to be honest whilst they're in here drinking. Oh, uh, do uh, are there, um, do you know of uh, like any kids like siblings? Uh, because they, I, I, I'm new to town and they kicked, I, I, I I've been there before and they kicked up, kicked me and I felt very hurt when they kicked me. Give me a deception, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Uh, I mean, it matched what he said verbally. What did (laughs) you get? Seven. Seven. He kind of looks at you puzzled and uh, he says, um, when were you here? Maybe a month ago. I don't know. I'm a kid. I don't understand time. <laughs> he uh, he starts kind of backing away from you. He's obviously got a bit of a bad feeling about you at this point. Well, if, if the kid's got a bad feeling, I'm not going <laughs> to press. It's okay. Uh, maybe you can enjoy the game that I taught you. Goodbye. Quickly scurry off, come back to the table. Guys, that was a terrible idea. <laughs> what did you do? I told you so. Now stop before we all end up in prison. Uh, Sergey is looking. Vis- yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Sergey is looking visibly younger to you oh. both. Um, Sergey, you seem very concerned about law enforcement. Are you alright? <laughs> I, I want to keep a low profile, okay? I agree. 
That's creepy, Sergey. Stop it. <laughs> I thought maybe I could learn something. I mean... Why, why don't we just go to the... I don't know, the town? Whoever's in charge of the town and ask... Ask about what, what did you mention? Red brands? We can do it that way. We can just ask people questions. Civilly. Uh, I, and I, then maybe we'll try something creepy hmm. with it. Can you? I didn't know you could do it. Do what? What are you talking about? I mean, change I'm, your what do you face. Thoric's gonna like touch his face. <laughs> oh, Thoric, please. And I see him put his hands like through parts of the illusion. Like, okay. What? Did you find a wrinkle? Did you no, find a spot? No, this explains a lot about my um, my friend, uh, my friend back home. His uh, his stag party explains a lot. Oh, <laughs> that is not for present company. I've not had enough ale to tell that one. Um, anyway, I'm going to assume you didn't find anything else out. Um, uh, no, but I um. I had a. We played a great game. I can teach it to you one day. Okay. <laughs> Your lucky Johan is in here. He'd probably stab you. Which would be yeah. very disconcerting, seeing as he looks like a child. What's uh, in this ale, Thoric? It's just normal ale, I think. Is it normal ale? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it tastes. It's it's not the finest ale that you've had, particularly right. to a dwarven palate. Um, it's, it's the usual kind of swill you humans drink, but you know. Right, no offence. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's been a long day. I think you know what? Let's just put the bakes. I don't make ale, okay? I don't That's make fine. ale, so. I'm sorry. I do. Which <laughs> isn't a lie. <laughs> when your dad's a brewer, it like ruins you for other things. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, oh, Thorax is snow busy. No, well, yeah. Uh, right, I know what I like. That's all I'm saying. I know what I like. <laughs> and this is fine, you know, this is fine. It's a drinkable. Let's put the brakes on. I think we should have some drink and some food and go to bed and maybe have a wash looks at Sergei um, and then come to things in the morning and uh, see what we can find out we can drop off the cart hopefully get peed have a little snoop around and see if we can't find out what's happened to Gundren and what's going on in the town I agree and um, quick sounds question sounds like a good plan hmm? did we get to um, a family room I can't point Gods myself. by the divines, I hope not. <laughs> Did we? Uh, no, it's all separate rooms. Cool. Okay. Thank the heavens for that. So, unless there's anything else that you guys would like to do this evening whilst in the inn, um, you eat your food, drink your drinks, mm. um, and then head up to retire to your separate rooms. Unless there is anything that anybody else would like to do. No? Me. Okay. Um, so, yes. So, you head upstairs and you uh, retire for the night. So, perhaps, everyone, you might want to benefit now from a long rest. Yes, Please. Long rest. <laughs> yes, we like that. Finally. Yes. Oh, that looks so nice. Carrot <laughs> sheet. It's all clean. Oh. Is Sergei having a wash or are we going to still Is there suffer? Is wash in? 
<laughs> so, you take your benefits from a long rest. Um, first thing in the morning, uh, where is where is our Thoric? Where is he? There he is. Way magic. There he is. Um, so Thoric. costume change. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to get soup and bread down my nice tavern. Yeah. <laughs> Cleric always uh, saves his Sunday best. Never eaten your... Well, you, you definitely are a snob, Thoric. I don't have Sunday best. This is it. <laughs> it's the whole package. Your first uh, port of call, um, Thoric, in the morning, uh, should you wish to, of course, is to enter a period of prayer in case you might want to prepare any new spells for the day. I do. I do. Um, Thoric has been a bit kind of... Um, he's been putting on a bit of a brave face, but this is the first time he's actually had a quiet moment to sort of assess himself and what's been going on. And I suppose just... Uh, he's not a particularly religious man, despite being a cleric. His faith's always been a bit of a difficulty for him. Um so the fact that he kind of feels a bit more connected and a bit more powerful and a bit more leveled up, some might say, is sort of a weird <laughs> sensation for him. And he kind of feels a bit like a few things that his mother maybe tried to drill into him over and over and over and over again are actually starting to make sense. And it's a bit, a bit odd for him currently. Um, but I will have a little check. Would you like me to tell you what I'm choosing? Um, if you like, it's entirely up to you. Well, give me. Well, I'll I'll put it on. You'll be able to. Yeah, I'll be able to see anyway. I want to. Yeah. Um, so I it's entirely to. up to you if you want to reveal essentially to the audience more than. Oh. More than we'll carry on, and I'll I'll pipe up maybe in a moment and um. Uh, and do that. Okay. Um. So you all wake up. Obviously, Thoric, you enter a period of prayer and self-reflection. Um, Saga, Sergei, is there anything you'd like to do upon waking up this morning in the immediacy? Uh, I think she'd just sharpen her sword and things like that. Make sure her armor's intact. Mm-hmm. Re- rebraid her braids. Put her war, uh, her war paint back on. Just that. Okay, Sergey. Anything? I'm sure, I would have. <clears throat> um, I think it's been a bit of a weird day for Sergey. Mm. Uh, I suppose every day is a weird day for Sergey. <laughs> um, is there like a window that yep. I can kind of look out? Yeah, yep. I just like to look out at the townsfolk, kind of mm-hmm. contemplate life a little bit. And is there anything that I could wash myself with? Uh, there is a there is a basin with um uh there's a kind of a jug of water next to the basin it's okay. cold water it's been left there for you know overnight for as as with all guests um so that you can use it as you will so it's not it's not warm water but it's cold there's um you know a bar of okay. soap at your disposal should you want to wash i'm good well um while stood at the window i'm going to glance over it so okay kind of looks at it for a few moments and then just Looks back out the window, decides not to wash. <laughs> this is going to be the full character arc. One day he will wash. Saga will eventually dunk him in an ocean. Or <laughs> just, just that will eventually happen if he doesn't wash. Okay. Um, so after you do your morning rituals, whatever they might be. Um, you all venture downstairs back into the the main part of the inn, um, which is very very quiet. There's nobody really a- about. There's um, the fireplace is is uh, what's the word? I'm a light, I suppose. Um, a nice warm fire. It is, uh, and as you will have noticed, this uh, Sergey looking at the window um we are still in the middle of winter so it's frosty on the ground outside frost on the roofs um it's certainly not a particularly warm day um 
So the fireplace is, is very, very welcome. Um, but you essentially come downstairs and you're all there, um, sat around, waiting for each other, essentially, to arrive. And as you all do arrive, um, is there anything you'd like to do, say? Anything? Anyone for some breakfast? Good start to the day, I think. Yes. Um, you see um, milling about is the young barmaid that was milling about talking to all of the locals last night. She's there bright and early. She's um, a young human female, uh, bright red hair. Um, she's got a, a long red dress with kind of I don't know what the technical term is but those kind of big sleeves puffy, puffy mm-hmm. sleeves yeah um, and she's got like a, a brown corset on um, with a, a white apron down the front um, a, a very um, a very entertaining looking young lady shall we say oh. very talkative and you, you'd notice from her behavior um, the previous night with some of the locals a, a natural flirtatious nature to herself okay um saga would nod to her and say morning 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 did you sleep well yes yes i did oh, good very good. very pleasant rooms oh well thank you i'll let toblin know um anything i can get for you this morning uh, my companions and I were hoping for some breakfast, if that's not too much hassle for you. Of course, I will uh, see what we can uh, drum up for you. Uh, maybe some some meat. Perfect. Okay, great. Well. I'll um, go out the back and see what I can I can get for you. And she kind of throws you a wink, Saga, as she uh, heads out the back. Okay, Saga's gonna be a bit like okay confused <laughs> then sit down <laughs> um and a few minutes later uh, she brings out uh, a platter of of meat um what kind of meat the few slices of beef uh a leg of lamb um Actually, a bit of bit of ham, bit of bacon. Did I just accidentally flirt us into a good breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that my skill? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. She so she 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 brings it over with a big smile on her face, and um, she says, "Right, uh, so um, platter of meat. That would be three silver, please." Old good kids. Uh, oh. Thank you, Sergey. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Um, hold uh, thirty copper pieces. Is that the equivalent? Uh, you dickhead. You yes. absolute dickhead. <laughs> yes. Ten. You can have pennies. Pieces. Oh God. I have six hundred copper. <laughs> Are you joking? Did you have all your money in copper? I know this is a yes. pretend game. <laughs> <laughs> this is the like cafe retail coming out. <laughs> <laughs> people were playing penny playing pennies oh gone of the days Saka's gonna be so embarrassed by this that she's just gonna give her like an extra silver coin and be like I'm so sorry <laughs> thank you so much Trelina you've been very patient with um, all of us this morning she says um Trelina's Toblin's wife I'm I'm Elsa oh well done Thoric Sorry, I thought you said it was the same person. We so there was, there was, there was her. There was there the wife that women, you spoke to, Thoric. and then there was a barmaid that was milling around all of the locals mm. last night. Yeah. Sorry, that's that's not <laughs> Thoric being a dick. That's Isaac not understanding that there were two characters. <laughs> I thought there was one person who was in the bar. Oh, do and do, do went... humans all look alike to you? Do they? <laughs> we'll uh, we'll just retcon that. <laughs> Quick retcon. Um, Mark shuts up and just eats some bacon. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah. I would have given Elsa an extra silver coin as like a tip, going, "I'm so sorry." So, sure, because uh, 
Sergei's embarrassed us now. And she she gives you a, a nice smile and a kind of knowing look in the direction of uh, Sergei. Well. I paid the money. Why are you? And you hear uh, a kind of landfolk all of the coins rattling around <laughs> in her hand as she walks to the bar. <laughs> Oric wags a finger. If you are ever lucky enough to come to a dwarf hold, don't do that. If you're lucky enough to come onto the seas, that is all you get. Uh, I don't know about the sea. Seas make me queasy. Uh, Sildar is also at the table with you. And, um, oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he says, uh, so, uh, what's the plan for the day then? Suppose we should probably drop off the provisions. Alright. Yes. Anyone see Johan come in late last night? I can't say. I've seen why, him. why would why would we see him? I mean, unless he knocked on someone's door. I mean, not necessarily us, but like the bar. He maybe they have said something. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe someone heard something. Maybe he went into someone else's room. Eh? Eh? Well, you seem to know more about that than me. Well, he's not really my type, I have to say. <laughs> if you are suggesting that Johan came and slept in my bed, Thoric, what? I can tell you he did not. <laughs> Thoric puts his hands up, he's like, no offence, lad. <laughs> hey, if he did, power to you. Big fan, you know, do what you like. Uh, second, I'm in jail in someone else's room. I wasn't expecting it to be one of us. I don't get he's on anyone's radar. Anyway, I feel like I've dug myself a bit of a grave here, so I'm going to put the shovel down. And, uh, yeah, let's... Um... <laughs> or it just has, like, pure... <laughs> I'm over I'm like I'm dwarf slaining now. Should we just leave a note in case he comes here? Yeah. yeah. It's good. I don't know, check back after That's that's a good idea. Never know when he's gonna show up. Mm. I hope he's alright. Right, so um once we've finished here then I maybe take the provisions over and then Decide what we want to do from there, perhaps. Perfect. So I you, uh, so you eat up your breakfast. It's the best meal you've had in, aside from the bread Today. and cheese, of course. <laughs> but certainly the best meal that you've had for several days after your oh, yeah. uh, time on the road. Um, and. Um, you eat all of that up, and then you prepare to head on over to um, the cart where all of the supplies are. Um, and Thoric, you are pleased to see that it is exactly how and as you left it, untouched overnight. Um, you untie the oxen, and um, you head on over, all of you, to the shop that you'd attempted to head into um, the day before, which is uh, Barthen's Provisions. You, um, you enter the trading post, which in spite of being one of the few trading posts in Phandalin, uh, is still quite small. Daylight's pouring in through a small window, hitting the counter behind which are shelves stacked with an assortment of provisions and equipment. The smell is an eclectic mix of foodstuffs, the leathers of backpacks hanging on the wall, and the overpowering odour of lantern oils. There's a lean, balding human male of approximately 50 years of age behind the counter, checking his stock whilst two young boys are at the other side of the shop stacking some shelves. Is there anything you'd like to do? Saga just nudges Thoric to do the talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Uh, good morning. Morning. Uh, Mr. Barfan, I, pre I presume. Aye, yeah, that's me. Uh, my name's Thoric. Uh, me and my companions here were uh, sent here to Fandolin from Neverwinter, delivering a uh, cart full of wares, which is just outside, uh, for one Gundren Rockseeker. He uh, he smiles at you. And uh, he says, ah, fantastic. I'm, I'm pleased to hear that the supplies made it here. I'm assuming everything's still accounted for. All right, you'll be welcome to check it over. Here's the um, the list of everything. And he procures from his pack the, uh, the like, inventory of everything that's on the cart. He uh, has a look at the, the bit of parchment that you've given him. And he says, oh, good. And he lets out a whistle. And one of the boys with a side-swept hairstyle walks over to him and he says to the boy and uh, uh take the car around the back and start unloading and quickly heads out the door and uh elmar turns and takes a small chest from underneath the counter and locks it with a small iron key and from out of the chest he begins to count out uh, pieces of gold looking up to count how many of you there are and then he slides towards you a stack of 10 gold pieces and he says uh, I believe this is the agreed amount was it 10 each or 10 in total it was 10 each mm. 10 each I think yeah yeah Lovely. sorry yes 10 gold pieces to each of you <laughs> yes yeah, trying to be stingy well thank you uh, thank you very much um, and uh, Thoric sweeps the, the gold to each person and no, thank you. What um what kind of provisions do we see? Um it's a a general uh mismatch of um much of the sorts of gear that you probably would have in your backpacks, things like rope backpacks themselves, um sleeping bags uh, a, a, a whole eclectic mix, really, of, of various things. Is there anything in particular that you were looking for? Um, I'm not so much looking for. I'm just wondering if we have anything to sell. Oh, I see. Is there anything that you'd like to sell? Uh, I'm just looking at what I have. I'm pretty sure. I have nothing but some candles and my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have oh. gold teeth. Do they? <laughs> if they want to you, buy some you... gold teeth. <laughs> I mean, you can pitch it to him. Mm. They don't have potions or anything, do they? No. No. Um, yeah. Now I'll, I'd like... I'll save it. Oh, sorry. Oh. Sorry, go on. After you. No, I, I was just going to say... Um... I picked up the little froggy, the little froggy statuette. Mm. <laughs> um, I, th I, as far as I rolled a natural one mm -hmm. on that, so I am not going to investigate it any further. And I'm just going to place it on the counter and say, um, "Are you into buying things? Where's anything like that? Do trinkets such as this tickle your interest?" He uh, he has a look at it, and uh, you kind of see him. His kind of eyes widen subtly, but he's trying not to give anything away at this point. Do he... do do I notice? <clears throat> uh, give me an insight check. Do do, do do I notice? Do we all do we all notice? A <laughs> uh, uh, six. So no, I no. guess I don't notice. No. Yeah. Oh. He hides it very well from you. Um, Am I allowed to uh, to clock that if I'm? Uh, yeah, I mean you have a passive insight of fourteen, so I think you'd uh, you'd probably clock that. That so he's he's trying not to show too much, but you do notice a little flicker in his eyes, and uh, he go, he just says to you, Carmen. He says he kind of gestures towards it, and he says, "May I?" as if to pick it up and have a closer look. Of course. Thank you. And he and you, as well as I know, exactly what this is. 
Give me a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> that one. <laughs> and he says, I'm rolling uh, awfully. He kind of looks at you and he says, he says, oh, and uh, what do you think this is exactly? Well, I've only seen one other and uh, that had lost all of its, you know, so <laughs> this has still got plenty fresh amounts of ribbit left <laughs> and he's just clutching at straws just sort of feeling himself turn purple <laughs> he uh I've got no idea mate I've got absolutely no idea I've been terrible at this bargaining thing the whole lot Could we please use Ribbit is left describing <laughs> it what is. It plenty is. of ribbit left in <laughs> That was wonderful. Yeah, that was beautiful. Um, that one. <laughs> he says, um, <laughs> I'll give you 15 gold for it. Uh, Saga's going to step in and go, You sure that's your best price? I'm going for intimidation. Oof. Okay. Go mm. for it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. No, 15. 15. 15. Okay. 15. I thought he it was on the other side, but it's actually... 13. He kind of looks you up and down and he's... Um, he's... You, you kind of see his kind of demeanour change a little bit <laughs> as he kind of... He kind of takes a little bit of a step back and kind of looks looks up at you mm-hmm. and uh, he says uh, did I say did I say 15 did I yeah you did uh, well I'd I, hate it if you try if you try to you know have my friend over that wouldn't make me very happy at all right well uh, I suppose I could I could go up to, to 20 but that that would be you know, my, my final offer. Well, um, gentle sir, uh, do you have any pieces of items that are slightly broken, slightly damaged? Because uh, if you knock it up to 25, I could go around mending all of them. And I kind of demonstrate by maybe a bit of cut, bit of damaged, bit of a uh, cost, costume. What about? <laughs> That's an actor talking. My costume does. Clothes. Uh, clothes. <laughs> Why can't I forget the word for clothes and just kind of cast the mending cantrip? To... Ooh. Okay. Um, so some of your the the holes in your um, your clothing kind of sew themselves back up and and just magically fix themselves in front of him. Could you give me a persuasion check with advantage? Ooh. I'll be a 19. 19. Mm. Uh, he says, uh, he says, um, well, uh, I don't really have anything that, that needs, needs fixing, but, uh, maybe I could, uh, call in a favour at some point if uh, I needed somebody of your prowess I guess I am the clothes member yes for, for, for I mean I could I couldn't quite do 25 but maybe 23 sounds good sounds fair um, he places the frog back down and extends a, a dwarven mitt <clears throat> and uh the uh, the man shakes your hand, and uh, also hands over twenty three gold pieces to you. Thank you very much. So, uh, what brings you around these parts besides, obviously, the delivery? Anything, or is that just it? Is that is that is that everything? Um, Saga's going to turn to Thorik and go, when we can I find some lady, you know, let's her. Hi, um, well, we've, 
We were sent here by Gundren, Rockseeker. Do you have you met Gundren? Uh, yeah, I've. Uh, I'm good friends with Gundren, actually. Yeah. All right. Well, um, slight issue we had was we found his man Sildar, but he'd been him and Gundren had both been taken by goblins. We believe, and we found Sildar and broke him free, but we've not yet found Gundren. So that explains a lot. It's, uh, and he kind of stares at the floor. Um, he's clearly saddened. He says, uh, "That's uh, some quite disturbing news. I was expecting him a, a day or two ago, and I just assumed that there must have simply been a delay in finding folks such as yourself to." Escort the supplies down here. Do you, do you think you might be able to find him? Um, we will the others. try our hardest to find him. Well, as, as I say, he was he was a good good friend of mine. So, you know, I'd be grateful if if you get any news of of where he might be. I, I must admit, I was. Really quite excited when he told me that he'd discovered the, the lost mine of the Fandler's Pact in the nearby hills. I think he had a, you know, good thing on his hands, so it'd be good if you, you could find him. Do you have any sense of um, how much... Uh, I mean, we've not known Gundren for very long. We only really met him properly once. He was a very... Um, you know, very flamboyant kinsman, I'd say. Uh, you know, definitely uh, one who enjoys life. Uh, seems a good chap, but perhaps not the most subtle. Do you think he's maybe got some unwanted attention? Well, uh, it's, it's certainly a possibility. Uh, you know, there's a lot of history with this this mine. And uh, I suppose if any news got out, I suppose it'd certainly grab the attention of the less fine folk and more ambitious folk, I suppose. Um, but I, I know he kept his cards very close to his chest, so he won't have to told too many people, I suppose. I, I, I guess I should probably break the news to... Uh, his brothers. His brothers are they are they in town? Well, uh, his brothers. I um, they've camp been camping outside town, and they'll be back any day now. I, I must admit, I've not seen them for maybe a, a ten day or so. So they'll need to pop by to to resupply. So once they pop back, I'll. I'll let them know. I, I think it would be best that it, it come from me, you know. Perfectly. And uh, we, um, me and my friends here, we found about uh, he's uh, and he sort of leans onto the onto the counter, mm. puts, his, or puts his elbows up on it, and uh, sort of leans in and uh, says, "I've tell you, been having some problems with this uh, group calling themselves the Red Brands. Am I right?" Oh, yeah, yeah, those guys. They've been making it hard for everyone, to be honest. Shaking down local businesses and flouting the town master's authority. I mean, they are just unpleasant folk and seem to act without any concern for repercussions or consequences for their actions. You know, they're not particularly nice, as I'm sure you've heard. Do you have no town guards who can, um... No. No, not around here. It's a very new town. Not much money here as of yet. A lot of hope for prospecting and stuff as this place kind of builds its reputation for natural resources to be mined and things. But the town itself, apart from the original town... And the ruins on which this old town's built, really. The town itself here is it's not been around very long. We don't have the resources for a local militia or any such authority. 
Hmm. No, we're left to our own devices here. Some of us like that, some of us don't, but even when those of us who, who do like the fact that we're left to our own devices, it does it does come with some setbacks, such as lack of authority and control of unsavory folk. Well, we were um, staying at the Stonehill Inn in, uh, yesterday, and more than likely we might be there again tonight. Right. Probably be around town or nearby for a few days, maybe. Um, just let us know if they come back into town. And uh, Oh, well, they're, they're here quite a lot. They tend to spend a lot of time at the Sleeping Giant Tap House, so if you felt the need to do something about it, then I suppose you'd probably find them there. Good to know. Good to know. How many... Do you know roughly how many they number? Oh, there's quite a lot of them, I've got to say. Tend not to see the same faces twice. Ten? Twenty? More? Probably more. More. Okay. Is there anything else I can get you? No, I think we should... um... Let you continue your work and we will um, maybe go wake up a sleeping giant. Right. Um, well, uh, best of luck and I think we're, if you do head that way, I'm sure you'll have a lot of local support from us. Good to know. <coughs> Gives you a, a nod. Um, on the way out, mm-hmm. if we are heading out, I'm just going to kind of linger a few moments and lean up to the counter when these guys are kind of heading out the door and just place the rabbit foot that I have in my inventory. How much for this? He kind of looks at it, looks at you and... Three copper? Deal. <laughs> Takes the rabbit's foot from you and, and pays you three copper pieces for it. <laughs> while, the, 